No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Conversation show or something? Is that, I don't is that really what, know what we're doing here? We just do a lot of things with the and pretend like we know what we're talking about um, when it comes to comics. And that is exactly what comics needs more of: people pretending they know what they're doing. That's us. Yeah, we do that speaking, well. Well, speaking of people who know what they're doing, she's not pretending at all. Melissa White is an editor. She's a creator. She's a reviewer, and she's just an overall wonderful gal. Where did she was doing a show for a while, for a while too on, on like a, like on Instagram or something? There was like oh, a comics academy she was doing. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, she's done a lot of stuff. Where did you meet now. Melissa? At um, Tidewater Comic Con. Oh, so then that's when you met her that weekend when I met her. Yeah. I thought you guys were friends from way back. That's interesting that you guys met at that um, that same time that we did. That's very funny. Um, yeah, because that that whole night, that whole Friday night, like like we were hanging out in the bar, and she was sitting by herself, and I was sitting by myself, and then I made a joke that she heard, and then she laughed, and then like came and sat over where I was sitting, and she's like, "Did you just say?" And I was like, "Yes," and she was like, "That is some that is the funniest shit I've and heard." In a that's long. all it took, and you guys have been friends ever since. Yes, pretty there much. You yeah. Go. Yeah. All right, so Melissa's great. You can hear that now. Everyone, pay attention. Listen, Melissa White, everybody. Too good to wait around for me to hit uh, enter into the room. She had to you know she's a superstar now. I'm she's a too superstar. fancy, and I can't wait for her join the meeting. There are no lines here. Well, I mean, we were recording an outro for somebody else, and I knew as soon as we hit the record button, somebody you would come in, and it just never fails. It never. It's fails. never. It's always that, isn't it? It's like you you think it's going to run smoothly and be perfect, and life's like, ha, you're cute. No. <laughs> <laughs> not how we do things so um i got some really good news from charlie charlie gave me the go ahead to um to talk about my book being picked up by scout so well, yay well we're recording already so you can tell the whole world oh yes. my goodness we're recording so, right yeah. now yeah yes we start yeah. we start hot we come yeah. in hot melissa that's how we do because a lot of times when we tell people we're gonna record they clam up on us so i just hit record as soon as we get going Oh, okay, well then, should do I need to do an intro or anything? No, we'll do yeah, that. You we'll can. Do. You can do like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, just, you... I should just do my own little horn sound, just like. Bah, 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 bah. That yeah, works. I mean, yeah, that, that works. works. <laughs> so tell us, Melissa, Melissa White. Me. You are a very talented young lady. You're a, you're a writer. You're an editor now too, I hear. An editor? 
Yes. I mean, what is happening? <laughs> the last time we talked to you, you were just a little flower bud, and now you've bloomed into this superstar writer, editor, reviewer. It's all pretty impressive. I mean, she would have bloomed into a Venus flytrap. Now, <laughs> come on. Melissa, Melissa is, is deadly. She doesn't want anybody to know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I start off sweet and innocent and then like I open the trap and then mm -hmm. the, all the opportunities just get gobbled up. <laughs> That's well, what good. I'm going for. That's well, look, man, I'm going to tell you, you better be nice to the people on the way up, baby, because on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> My mom has, I'm, I should really write a book about her parables, but she has said it perfectly. She said the same faces you see on the way up are the same faces you see on the way down. Okay. That's right. And, that taught me, like, look, the same old people that you're talking with, don't try to step on anybody because of the <laughs> same people that you're going to be seeing all throughout your career. It's so true. Keep it 100. It's true. Keep it, I, no, I, I don't know what that means. Please explain to me, keep it 100. What does that mean? Keep it 100%, like 100% authentic, 100% okay. real. Just like keep true to your, keep, keep true to yourself. Keep okay, honest. Right. Keep straightforward thank you thank you for uh translating that for me i don't i don't speak 13 year old kid <laughs> I do fluently. twitter has ruined me it's uh twitter and tumblr the combination i'm basically uh perpetually a 13 -year -old wait a minute so you're on tumblr yes wow really you're the only person i know yeah. that's on tumblr that's still on tumblr i know wow. it got bought by yahoo and everyone was like oh no nipples uh we good and i'm <laughs> Give me the sweet Tumblr, guys. <laughs> Tumblr, was, Tumblr was like for comics. There was a stretch where it was like the wild, wild west where people would post Steven Universe fan art and all of a sudden they'd be the hottest shit in the whole wide world. Yeah. And then it just, as quickly as it came, it went away, Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the rest of Tumblr exists. Like people would go to Tumblr to see that great fan art and then they'd get a peek into the other fandoms that are just on fire. It was basically that community meme where you're just like walking into Tumblr and it's just like raging <laughs> ass and you're like, no, nope, nope, nope. We're walking right out of here. Because I wish there was a more universally accepted social media for non-artists you know we really we should do that yeah. twitter and that's basically <laughs> our our space where we get to try to be as clever as possible and within yeah, but, character limits but tell me tell me this doesn't happen to you because i know it happens to me and it happens to people i know that they'll tweet something that's brilliant but if they were like matt fraction everybody would be jocking it but since they got like 38 followers nobody gives a shit you know what i'm saying you know the algorithm is on twitter is so weird i definitely feel that way but i have a lot of tweet anxiety um and post anxiety <laughs> in general where i'm like yeah and then i think about it like that one second of thought and <laughs> just comes in and crashes the entire thing. So I've got drafts of jokes and <laughs> like clever little things that just never see the light of day and probably won't. I just post mine. So you guys just think about it too much. I'll just post whatever up there and like, no one's gonna care because like my thirty eight followers don't give it. Kevin, you got like how many? Kevin, you got all the followers. I got, I've got a decent amount. I, it's not look. that. I'm just saying like like the only people that are gonna pay attention are those thirty eight core people. Yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> you've got two thousand eight hundred and thirty one followers, Kevin. I know. Chill with Ballin. my thirty eight solid. You know, I mean, thirty eight solid is what I got. Everybody that's what that. You don't know Twitter math. 
it, it actually is a real thing, right? You've got like your core, like you've got a bunch of followers, but a core group of people that consistently like your post will consistently see your post. That's why the algorithm is, is kind of like hard to get a hold of because you're like, I know that I'm cool with this person and this person likes me and will like my post. Why haven't they liked it in a while? I've fallen down that shame spiral like way mm -hmm. too, too many times. That's why I'm like, let me just back up from this <laughs> and just be like, okay, I'm just going to tweet and hopefully somebody who likes it. And then you have to, I think sometimes too, you have to go click on a couple profiles that you wanna see tweets of and just like rando tweets, just so they'll show up in your timeline eventually. Cause oh, yeah. my timeline is the same fucking 15 people over and over and over again. So every now and then I just go through it. So if you see random clicks and likes from me at like four <laughs> o'clock in the morning, it's because I'm trying to get you in my Twitter sphere. I'm not creeping on you, I promise. I'm not gonna yeah, I was just about to say, I was like any creepy likes yeah. that you get from Bob are not creep likes. Yeah. Just like, so I just want to see more of your stuff. So I just go through and like random things. No, so. I'm into it. You have to do the same thing on Instagram too. Like I tend yep. to go profiles and I'm like, I'm not creeping on you. I just really like your stuff. And I, want <laughs> I, just, I, I just want to see more of you, man. So I want to see more of your art. Yeah. yeah you've got, so, so right now you're actually, Melissa, you're reviewing comics for ComicCon.com, correct? I am. That's so cool. excited. Yeah, That's very cool. cool. So how did you get that gig? You know, it's so funny. Um, uh, one of uh, my fellow creator friends was just mentioned that uh, Comic-Con through James Ferguson, who writes for Horror DNA, and he's like been reviewing forever now, and he's a really <laughs> dependable name. Just let me know that James was working with Comic-Con and looking for more writers. And so I reached out and said, hey, then Corona happened and everything went into limbo. But when things picked back up again, you know, I sent him some links to previous articles that I'd written with the Valkyries. And um, they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you. And I've That's been awesome. crushing it ever since, I feel That's like. That's really cool. Yeah. Now, from what I see on social media, you play D&D with the Valkyries as well, right? Yes. They're the sweetest it. girls. I they know. are. I love them so much. I'm so glad. Uh, actually, uh, Kevin is the one that introduced me to them and like kind of got me on with them. And so ever since then, it's just been like, they've been incredible supporters of, of the work and also really good friends, just yeah. sweet muffins yeah. um, that are super kind and super generous. So I'm so thankful. But I did play a charity D&D &D tournament that's actually on YouTube as well so if you guys want to check it out i basically kick a lot of ass and uh save lives with fire that's awesome. um so, oh, oh, and i am in true me fashion i do fall for a wendingo so okay i mean <laughs> so like so when you said that they're sweet muffins is that like english muffins or would that be like biscuits <laughs> because they are they are very british so like I, and i'm sure that they're gonna listen to this and 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 they're gonna say they're gonna say mean things to me on twitter but it'll be funny so it'll be worth it you know what they're they're i i give them the blueberry muffin status that oh, is wow. the best of the muffins that's that are out there so i give plus. them that ranking wow. but you know what they can be biscuits as well too i mean i don't front on a biscuit with some tea okay? what about a scone how do you feel about scones i you know what all pastries are my friends and i support them <laughs> equally with my taste buds there, there so. you go you can't beat that <laughs> so the last time we spoke you were kickstarting your book nightmare but now you've moved beyond that 
And now you have a big announcement that Charlie Stickney, the uh, editor-in-chief over at uh, Scout Comics, said that you can make. So exclusive stuff here. Yes, you guys get the first official word. So um, good for you. You guys are great. <laughs> and as soon as I told Charlie that I was going to be on the show, he was like, oh, they're, they're the greatest guys. And I was like, I know. <laughs> um, but so I, I, my book, Nightmare, has just been picked up by Scout Comics. Nice. So yes, congratulations. Very excited. Now, this is, your, is this your first like published comic work? Yeah, well, not technically my first published comic work, um, but definitely my first big, like, publisher-style comic work. So I am super, super stoked and a little confused, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's okay because you can be both of those things, so that's fine. Well, I'm fully living in the confusion, but very, very excited and super grateful. It's a great, it's a great company, a great publisher, and they are doing some really interesting work with their, with their stuff. I've had the pleasure of reviewing a bunch of their, their comics with Comic-Con. So I'm, I'm really excited to be part of the team. That's awesome. That's That's awesome. I feel like Scout Comics, um, it's a very supportive group and I mean, they've been super kind to Kevin and myself. I think they, they have... Uh, the creators in mind. They're not just looking to put books out and exploit you. They're actually looking <laughs> to kind of help you along and get your book out there amongst the crowd. So it's kind of cool, man. So welcome, welcome aboard. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super glad. And you know, they're actually, you know, I've, I'd seen both sides of it when I was like working uh, with Jake with Com- Comics Creators Club and then also working like in reviews and everything. I kind of see Scout really rising to the ranks of telling a lot of really great diverse stories, just different kinds of genre stories. Um, and they're really making a killing with like doing, with taking Kickstarters and making them in hits, bringing them into stores, broadening the awareness. So yes. I think they're doing a fantastic job with indie comics and allowing creators to create their own stories, you know, and giving them the platform to do so. So it's really cool. That's awesome. Well, when can we expect Nightmare to hit stores? Like, when is that going to happen? How far out are you from that? We're a little bit far, considering (laughs) we're a little bit far. Um, But we're looking forward to the beginning of 2021, which I know is crazy. But, I mean, judging how fast this year has gone, like, time is a construct. We'll be there shortly. (laughs) That's true. And if you think about it, I think things are moving along rather quickly. March seemed to have taken forever. But after we've gotten out of March, I feel like this year is just kind of moving on by. Yeah, we got stuck in March. There was a period yes. where March lasted for 17 years. Yes. And then all of a sudden it was July. And I was looking around like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what what happened? And, you know, I saw, I heard this theory that like time moves slower when you're a kid because your frame of reference for time is so much shorter. So that's why summers feel like endless. And then when you become adult, you know, an adult and you're like, you know, deep in some age and experience, time flies by because we've had so much more time walking around this earth so at this point days feel like minutes and and all of a sudden it's Wednesday or all of a sudden it's you know July and we're kind of just looking up saying oh wait um (laughs) is the bill due today okay that's how I know what day it is (laughs) (laughs) is there an appointment okay I know what today is you know yeah totally I feel you on that so do you think that the uh journey from from Kickstarter to Scout or the journey from uh, reviewer to um, to creator is is that much different for you than per se like let's say um, 
I'm trying to think of how to phrase this the right way. Um, then, then just like from fan to creator, that's the best way I can say it. You know, it's I, the one thing I've learned um, in comics is that everybody's <clears throat> path is different. There is no like right or wrong way to start this because everybody starts differently. Um, when I started, I was standing, I was, I was with, I was tabling with people and helping them sell and got introduced to a bunch of great people and found a home within comics for my stories and a, and a way to tell my stories that fit. Um, when I did a Kickstarter, that was my first time and it didn't fund, unfortunately, but I got introduced to some really great people that gave me the opportunity to dive into community and support my community through reviews and interviews and, and sessions and that started growing from there so when by the time nightmare got to scout you know i had already really built a strong foundation of community a lot of awareness about nightmare and you know had put it in so many different hands that i think it was more so you know getting cheered on by some by fans and creators alike um, that really got their got their attention in addition to the story. That's awesome. A good answer. That is a very good answer. And I mean, that's the cool part too about it because like you said, the faces you see on the way up are the faces you see on the way down. And for so long, you're just kind of amongst the same faces. So it's, it's like the, the creators on a certain level kind of become almost family. They do. Yeah. You know? they and do. so like when someone kind of makes that next step, you're, you're, you're happy for them and you're excited for them. And it's, it's a good feeling. Like I, I think comics, I think sometimes people lose sight of that. That like, Hey, we're all kind of doing this together. We're all kind of in this together. And I like to say a rising tide raises all ships almost, you know? Oh, for sure. So like your, your success is, is wonderful for the stories that you want to tell. And that's fucking great, man. And we couldn't be happier for you because you're talented and you're fun and you're funny and you're a, you're a good get, man. You're a good get. Thanks. Thank and, you so much. And also you're, you're, what you're, saying this it should show beginning creators that like a kickstarter failure is not necessarily a failure because that's wow. that 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 tends to be like a commonly held belief that oh you failed at kickstarter so you failed that's not necessarily true because you came away with resources uh, at your disposal due to that that you wouldn't have had if had you not run that kickstarter so i yeah, think that that's, that's a good, good moral from that from that story because um kickstarter is not the be all end all like uh, a lot of people think it is Oh, for sure. It definitely isn't. It taught me a lot, actually, about one about marketing, um, because if it wasn't for that Kickstarter, I wouldn't be putting myself out there. It really put the onus on me to, you know, talk about my book, talk about myself, talk about what makes me different. And in doing so, you know, I was able to, to make more friends. And the huge thing I think that you know, creators that are starting out really need is you need, you just need something done. You need that pitch done. You need to, to get out there and make your connections and make friends with people. And when people can see your work, when they can see what you're and, and see what you're about and see that you're a good person, they will cheer you on. The comics community, you know, has the comics community that I've built, I'll say, has been incredibly supportive and is incredibly supportive on the whole. You've got some, you know, you've got some side factions over here and this, that, and the other. Um, but what I pay attention to, what I support and thrive based on is the community of friends that I've built through just networking and putting myself out there. And that's sometimes the hardest part is putting your, your book in somebody's hands and saying, please love me. <laughs> <laughs>
or and the biggest fear you have as a creator as well because um that that uh, that well i wouldn't say rejection because when people when people tell us that they don't like what we do like we we both kind of laugh about it uh, so i guess we're, we're weird like that because uh when we hear that people hate the book or whatever we do i take all that shit personally no son kevin's giving you the politically correct answer i take that shit for real we're gonna fight he'd be, he be side eyeing people at the con that's, what I mean, like that, that's that motherfucker that don't like our book that he doesn't like I, i'd be having right. to hold him back like I, it'd be, it'd be, <laughs> and, and i'm just barely holding him back so when he says you're lucky he's holding me back it, it doesn't look like much it's, it's, it's a thin line yeah it's really it's it's like a left arm it's, it's like that that your your mom break too fast and like has to like make sure you're gonna be okay even though you got the seatbelt on arm that's what oh it yeah is. you're yeah. just mommy arming yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just yes. more for show than anything else <laughs> you know you gotta strike the fear in them okay like they gotta know they gotta know who they're messing with I support you. I'll join this fight. Hey, I'll hold somebody's ear. <laughs> Look, where do you need me? I got you. Ride or die. You're the best, <laughs> Melissa. Ride or die. So yeah, dude. So um, okay. So you've got Nightmare coming out in 2022. You've got reviews up on Comic Con. That's C O M I C C O N dot com. Um, what else are you doing? You got any other? You got anything other irons in the fire? I do actually. Um, Top so- secret. Top secret. Not top secret. Some some things are some things I can talk about. Um, I've got a comic coming out, a twenty page comic coming out with big hype anthology. Nice. And uh, Kevin will appreciate this because he co-created it with me. Afro Viking is coming to big hype comics. It's very. You, you actually you actually doing that? Yes, I really. I didn't know. Everything. <laughs> So we were talking about something dumb one day and like, you know, how we talk about dumb stuff, Bobby, I was, as, as I drove home from work, I was talking to Melissa and I didn't know she was going to do anything with it. So that's awesome. We were, awesome. we were making up stupid things on the phone, just being goofy. Um, and I didn't know she did anything with it. That's, that's awesome. cool. Pearls. Okay. Pearls come out of the goofy times. You guys know it. No, it's true. <laughs> we do. Stuff just comes right out and it's good stuff. So really excited about that. I'm also taking on a lot of editing and sensitive and sensitivity reading stuff, which is fantastic. So okay. I, have, I will be editing uh, Charlie Stickney's um, white ash spinoff focused on Galarian. Okay. Um, so you guys should check that out. It's coming to Kickstarter. Coming to Kickstarter soon. It's, I think Charlie, it's already funded. Charlie already funded that book. That's no big deal. I wouldn't worry about that at all. <laughs> Charlie's, it's been funded. Yes. Uh, it's not even out yet. In this <laughs> yeah, that's yes. how Charlie does. That's how Charlie now, rolls. Now, for those, of, uh, for those people that might not understand, maybe they haven't heard the term before, but what is sensitivity reading? What does that mean? What does that entail? I'm so excited um, that you asked me that question because I'm a really lot of good. people. I, hey, before you go on, I'm really good at this. I've already... He's a pro. <laughs> He's like, I don't know He's if you pro. know this, but I kind of do this for a living. Um, <laughs> no, uh, that's an excellent question, though. Um, so thank you. A lot of people don't quite know what sensitivity reading is. And essentially what I'm doing is making sure that your vision, your words are, you know, are, are, in line with the best possible versions of that that does not cross into problematic territory okay no accidental stereotyping or even playing on tropes that could be harmful to to certain communities marginalized communities in particular okay i, I want to make sure that you know if that 
you know, your characters as diverse and rich and multifaceted as they are presented in the best way that also minimizes any potential risk of, of being offensive or saying something that you don't want to say. That's so awesome. it's a, it's a, it's a great gig. I'm really excited about it and I'm excited for more opportunities that come that way. Any way that I can help make, you know, help make somebody's comic better, clearer, stronger, faster, you know, I'm here for. So That's I'm awesome. a that's really cool because we've i mean we've even used you to some extent uh, on the on that kind of role with uh chase the moon like we've let yeah. you read issues of chase the moon because we have like a like a bi black woman in the book and we want to make sure she doesn't come off like a stereotype and actually like a real human being yeah. which is which is important like diversity is great in comics but if it comes off like step and fetcher or something that's completely fucked then you're screwed then there's no point in it being there then you're actually probably doing more harm than good right yeah you know and, and it's it, what i appreciate is that you know i get a lot of people who you know comics already is an incredibly diverse medium with just tons of creators from literally all around the world um doing what they love and just and just because we are you know creators doesn't mean we know everything about everyone from around the world and yes. so it's a great way and i also think that it actually costs you less in the wrong in the long run to have a character read through and make sure that everything is is solid rather than getting like you know totally owned on twitter nobody wants that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because if you get totally owned on, um, what's the other one you guys mentioned? Uh, uh, Tumblr? Yeah, no one will know. Yeah. <laughs> no one will know. There you go. I no mean, so much so know. that we forgot the name of the... the I forgot, yeah. So <laughs> much so that I forgot that there the Actually, Tumblr is still a place that exists, I know. And that's Let's why we're back. trying to avoid it. Let's, Let's bring it back. Let's bring Tumblr back. Let's do it. There's some parts of Tumblr that can die, though. I'm <laughs> yeah. totally okay All with right. them just being let go. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Melissa, so you got a lot of stuff going on. We're so happy for you. You're, you're such you. a kind and fun and interesting young lady. And uh, anytime you want to come on the Word Bros, you're more than welcome. You're like the, the you know unofficial that. Word Bro. Uh, yeah, you know what? I appreciate that so much. I actually might print myself up like a badge just when con season starts just so i can let everybody know we'll work we'll talk we'll work it out we'll work it out <laughs> we, can, we can make that official yeah we can make Please. it an official i kind of want to do that i'm not gonna lie just for me i can even just frame it and put it on my wall and whatever touch you, it like every morning whatever so you I need know. to do to get you going and <laughs> That's wonderful. Can you imagine that like a like a prayer like stone, but it's a WordPress podcast stone. I mean, people do stupider things. I mean, why not? You know, uh, why not? Who are we? Worst things have happened. Yeah. Worst things have Worst happened. Th I mean, we are living in the age of COVID. I feel like a WordPress touchstone isn't really like up there on the list of crazy things. I no. think you'd be the only person that ever had one. Like Bobby and I would even own one of those. I've got one. So I you do? Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm the only one that's not in love. I'm okay. It's, with it's buried in the back yard i'm in a club of one i'll be fine you are right. but what a club though right it's the best one it's the best club. club what a club what a club <clears throat> melissa thank melissa thank you way. so much and uh we'll talk yeah. soon oh for sure thank you so much you guys for having me i uh, look forward to checking out uh middle shark bro two the issues are coming out so i've just 
I just promoted your book. I know. Why are you doing our <laughs> job? Like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> you, and, you know what? You got to promo the Ninja Nun book. You can't like promo Metal Shark Bro, the, Bro too. Like that yeah. happened. That's happening already. It's already happening. You know, that's true. That's true. I am super excited about the Ninja Nun book. I am super excited about the Ninja Nun book. It's pretty dumb. We're excited about it. I it's might just dumb. make a, like a baseline for you guys. <laughs> I'm not even I'm I'm like I hate to sound like a fangirl but I am a fangirl um oh, and I've got this six like six string that I've been practicing on so. really yeah that's cool she's a sexy lady hold on let me show it to you oh uh-oh so now you're Look trying to I mean you're gonna take on the music world too I mean you're just not Melissa doesn't stop man I know she, she, she was just, playing a four string my... back in the day when she was a sweet little tenderoni Back in the day when, when, when Bobby Brown was singing songs in New Edition. <laughs> That's how it started. Okay, Bobby Brown got me into the sixth straight. Or got me into oh, the sixth gosh. Now I'm leveling up. There you go. Mm. You guys, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You guys are the best. Awesome. You're the best. It's, it's like a mutual admiration society we got going on here. It is. It is, because I love Melissa. Melissa knows I love Melissa. She's Melissa, real quick before we let you go, where can we find you on uh, Twitter and Tumblr? <laughs> <laughs> um, please don't follow my Tumblr. It's lots of blogs <laughs> of like girls kissing girls, um, which is just my Tumblr identity. It's just basically my identity. Um, but you can find me on um, Twitter, on Instagram, every on xbox <laughs> under the same name it's melissa fent m-a-l-i-s-s-i-f-e-n-t there you go uh, literally everywhere all right well, so there you go check her out she's a great follow she's a great lady we're super happy to have her melissa white thank you very much thank you guys you're the best The lovely and talented Melissa White. She's a real treat. That one. She's, she's great. She is. She is. Always have. Always have a great time talking to Melissa. She's Melissa's so fun, fun, man. Like, and she's super talented, and she's just. She's she's gonna tell you how she really feels. She's not gonna sugarcoat anything, which is nice. To, it's nice to have people like that in your existence. So I'm glad that we have someone like Melissa. She's unbelievable. And Scout will be glad to have someone like Melissa grading books on their label on their True. comics label. Yes. True that true that all right so uh thank you for listening that was word bros we'll be back next week we'll have somebody i'm not sure who maybe brian wickman um we have maybe, a few people lined up so we're not sure where, what order we're gonna get them in That's maybe the, andrew clemson maybe you perhaps who knows who we'll talk to we should probably talk to walt because we have a book coming out so maybe we'll yeah talk, maybe we'll talk to walter um, but yeah, man, so we got a lot of episodes coming. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.